0: what is going on you are listening to tags podcast aka the original talk about gay sex podcast this is episode 433 and i'm your host stevie alongside lincoln how you doing lincoln I am doing very well. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Really good here when we record this on Monday, January 23rd. Of course, it drops on January 24th. Joining us, of course, is Cody Maurice Dalgett. How the hell you doing? Cody
1: hello darlings I'm doing wonderful on this be- it's not a nice evening here but I'm still doing
0: it's winter yeah exactly but let me give you a quote I was watching that we can all take with us you can use it in the bedroom mm-hmm. you're never given power you have to take it oh Yes. I know you're never going to guess who said that. But who said it? Nancy Pelosi said it. Oh, uh You're okay. never given power. You have to take it. And I do that in bed a lot, That's even as a submissive bottom. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, as a, you can direct your dom on how you want to be submissive. So that's how I use that. Okay. Uh, well, I have to just tell you really quickly, guys. Um, I went on a second date with this guy that we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show because it's going we want us all to talk about dating. Mm-hmm. But before I do that, I have to shout out to an event that I went to this past weekend on Saturday, and it was called the Return of the HMI Awards Ball. And I'm talking about think pose voguing and one of those balls i have never been to one of those i've always wanted to go to one of course the show pose really made me wanted to go to one and Mm -hmm. this was original originated in 2005 the first annual awards ball known as the hmi awards ball and it was created by hmi youth simba mcqueen with the support from HI staff, Raul Theory Rivera. It's a ball highlighting the Kiki ballroom scene accomplishments for the year. Uh, 18 years later, it's still committed to keeping the tradition of the HMI Awards ball alive. You can go to my Instagram and see a little bit of what I posted up there, but it, it was fashion. It was men, women, trans. It was voguing. And the MC was brilliant. Commentators Snooky and Precious were on my DJ Byrell was spinning amazing tunes and it all was a fr- it was a free event. It was a drama free <sighs> substance free event wow. and I had such a good time. I've cannot tell you enough of how much fun I had. It was just so much fun to be a part of that. I'm so happy I did that. So Amazing. shout out to them. Yeah, yeah. Really, really cool.
2: I, I thought of you guys because on Sunday, yesterday, I went, I have been to one before, but not for a very long time. I went to my first drag brunch or like my second
1: oh, drag wow. brunch and my first
2: since the pandemic. And I went to Rise Bar for their Sunday drag brunch. It was so much fun. Um, Of course, I wore a Madonna T-shirt, so I was the center of ridicule for the concert and everything else in a good way. Um, But both the Egypt and Holy Box Springs, they were amazing performers and just up on the bar and on the tables and the food was good and people were laughing and it was so nice to see everybody out and about and laughing and
0: having fun, so I wanted to shout out to them because they were so Happy awesome. List.
2: Yeah, hey, you look
0: just, so cute.
1: I saw the picture on Instagram.
0: Oh, I thanks. gotta tell you, I've been go- I've been going to a bunch of drag performances as well. And shout out to drag queens. We all love drag race, but if you can just <laughs> see drag live in your city, it's so much fun. And they're, they what they do, I'm always like, let's get the dollars out or yes. the fives and the tens out get because the they are working, working it. And they're so good. And it really does uplift your spirit. I think it's what we can all use right now. So I'm really excited about that. So awesome. Well, Lincoln, we were talking recently about a story that made the headlines about a George Michael biopic that's potentially rumored to be in the mix. And it is set to potentially star Theo James. And I believe you watched White Lotus Sicily, correct?
2: A few episodes, and then I stopped. Sorry. Oh, okay. Wait. <laughs> oh, we've been trying to get <laughs> we've been
0: trying to get Cody to watch it here. And now that review, I loved it so much, but Theo James was one of the actors in it. And he really does look a lot like George Michael. They both share the Greek background. And I think he would make a great George Michael. Well, recently Adam Lambert commented on a post saying He essentially gave a little bit of shade, essentially saying, "Great, another straight actor playing a gay icon," and put the eye rolling on emoji on his post, which didn't, you know, caused a lot of people to wonder. I'm sure one of which does that mean you want to play him? When asked a little bit deeper, he said, "I think my comment in no way suggests that I feel straight actors." can't play gay roles because i think they do it really well i mean and he listed some people that have played some like bohemian rhapsody rami malik did i say that right cody mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> rami Malek. yes
0: yes okay thank you i'm always bad with my names there That's um good. he says theo james is a great <laughs> actor For me, the thing that I was trying to say is it's definitely a step in the right direction that these stories are being told, but I would just love to see an actor play an out icon. It would just be nice because you don't really see it that much. Mm. I hear what he's saying, but when I first heard about that, Cody, you and I were talking offline before we started the show, and we were listing all the different people that have played... The Whitney Houston biopic Mm -hmm. and then we were talking about Remy Remy did he sing in the role and then we were getting wondering for the most part most of them are lip-syncing correct yes
1: except for Jennifer Hudson I think in the Aretha biopic that was the only one that we researched like Naomi Aki she's lip-syncing Rami Malek he's lip-syncing but Um, Stand By Your Man Jessica Chastain is actually singing in that show. And Michael Shannon
0: is singing in the Showtime current show. So some of them are actually singing. I'm here for, I think it comes down to, do they look the part? And I think that's what everybody was excited about. I think Theo James really looks like George Michael. I think can think of julia gardner who is set to potentially play madonna i think she really looks like madonna and i think she would be lip-syncing as well austin butler Mm -hmm. who plays elvis which is so good does to me does not look like elvis at all but that movie was so good did you see that lincoln and how do you feel about (laughs) theo james playing George Michael. Were you a George Michael fan? That's a lot of uh, questions. I'm a huge George Michael <laughs> fan.
2: And when um, I, I I studied acting for over a decade, it's called being an actor. It doesn't matter if you're gay or not. If you look like the role, if you can act the role, be the role. It's To me, it's just that simple because that's what actors do. They're trained to bring their spirit and their talent to a character and then flush it out. So you don't, you know, Sean Penn didn't need to be gay to play Harvey Milk, right? Correct. Was, I know he didn't sing, but... And when you go back to a singing <laughs> role, I think Angela Bassett kind of defined the genre as Tina Turner, there right? There we go. And she did I not didn't sing that. that note. She lip-synced the whole thing, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it she, just did, depends. she totally You know, and after going to this drag show on Sunday, I was like, (laughs) now I understand like how a lot of people told me I should do drag over the years. And I was like, now, you know, I was trained to be able to sing the role as well as act the role, eight shows a week. So to be able to do a lip syncing performance that is so spot on and has so much other theater around it, whether it's the outfits or the choreography or all that, Very exciting to see. And I don't, I don't need, I don't, um, I certainly don't need gay people to play gay roles. It's nice if it happens, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel un, you know, put upon or offended that someone straight is playing a gay role.
0: So I think you should definitely lip sync to George Michael because you could definitely pull that off in terms of like look My and man. vibe. and now, love it. You know, Yeah, I definitely want to see that. I think, okay. I hope this comes about. I want to see that for sure. Uh, it's interesting, Cody, because we were kind of all over the fence with, should this person play that? Should that person? And I think it really is a vibe. I think he got a little bit of flack, and I'm talking about Adam Lambert, about the rolling eyes emoji that he posted i think a lot of people were like oh is he being sour grapes on this and i think he had to clarify a little bit i did like his clarification Mm -hmm. where he ultimately said it's just i want there to be more roles what are your thoughts on this and where he was coming from
1: yeah i totally see both sides of it i think that because sexuality is such a spectrum that my views on it have totally expanded i used to be completely adamant about gay actors playing gay roles because i come from the mindset in the school of you know black actors should be playing black roles so that that would kind of colored my opinions on it but i think because like i said sexuality there's so many facets to it you can't really that whole issue that came out with uh, uh, people forcing that young man out before his time—that is on heart stoppers—that should never happen. So I think that uh, you don't necessarily have to be straight to play a gay role, but I do think as long as you bring authenticity to the role, then it's totally fine. I will also pepper in that there—I agree with Adam Lambert—that there should be more roles for gay people out there in the world, just period. In general, and
2: and that and that's on that. Can I add two things to this or at least ask yeah. I want to ask a question. Did Adam Lambert think he should be cast in the role? No, he okay. never
0: said that. Um, cool. Yeah. Thank you.
2: And while I agree with you Cody that there should be more gay roles out there, period. I think our community should should embrace them more. <laughs> like bros. Bros got so thrown under the bus that we just <laughs> kind of blew the 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 chance of us having a major film release anytime soon again as a community. And I'm not saying you have to mm. like things that you don't like purely for our community to get more box office numbers, but the, the thrashing of that movie, which I actually liked a lot was kind mm-hmm. of like a, what, what is it called? Like a um, a foreboding about how much more, is going to be put in to gay movies like that was. Because there was a lot of money behind the release of that movie. And instead of embracing it like the Black community did around Till and other communities have around films, that we just botched the job.
0: I think that he set the marker so (laughs) high, which, good for him, we're talking about, oh my goodness, Cody. Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner, thank you so much. Well done, Cody. I think that he really set the bar super high. I think a film that, to me, I liked a little bit better than Bros, called Fire Island. Me too. That went to Netflix. But that he, got Billy, thrown under the rush, too. Well, he, Billy, kind of threw yeah. a lot of films. Billy actually went on the record and had to walk it back, speaking of talking about, of saying that, you know, we're the first major studio film out there and everything is straight to dvd or on demand and that i think the creator of fire island took a little bit of their friends and he was a little bit like taken aback by that comment he really had to walk it back i think he set the the bar so high for himself and when you do that you're you know you're in the big leagues now i think and so i actually really liked fire island a little bit better but that's strange say, because it wasn't released yeah. in
2: film phil- in theaters fire Island went straight yeah. to hulu
0: right no i'm saying so that was i think billy's I point liked. yeah yeah i think his point yeah and i think somebody that is actually doing great work and, and putting diversity out there and is ryan murphy and we talked about him a lot on the show did and you guys talk about his
2: speech at the golden globes we did, yeah. Yes. I so just good. have to say that that was such a step forward for our community, and oh yes. But to see him stand up there and thank every sexual orientation, every star, every big star, small star. Remember, he was the director of Eat, Pray, Love. That's what gave him the money with Julia oh, Roberts. Great. Oh wow! So if if I someone believed that. in him back then. And look what he's brought to the table now. And I have issues with Ryan Murphy's work. I don't always love it, but I'm just so excited for him and his career and how he can articulate it in that speech.
0: All right. Um, We have to move on, staying on the music beat here. Aretha Franklin's iconic natural woman was blasted by a trans advocacy group. I think you kind of know why. Her top 10 hit... You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, Uh, How Good a Man Could Make a Woman Feel Good Inside would become one of the Queen of Soul's signature songs. However, over 50 years after it's first hit the charts, the track is making headlines again for some say the wrong reasons. To be clear, it's the Transcultural Mindfulness Alliance. They're based in Norway. They're an advocacy group. They're the only ones that last Friday condemned the trap, claiming that it ignited harm against trans women, and they're calling for streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music to pull the track. Really? Um, interesting, because I think <sighs> when you talk about woke and being correct and not correct, I don't know, Cody. This seems like reaching a little bit to me, <laughs> because... Hello, it's Aretha Franklin. Uh, yeah. And I think that n- feel like a natural woman is an essence. You were saying something offline earlier that yeah. cracked me up about, I mean, don't, wouldn't all trans women want to feel like a natural woman? I mean, I feel like they- I mean, I think. I
1: th- I can't speak for the trans community. Me either, but yeah. as far as feeling like a natural woman, they feel like a, a woman- and I think that I, I don't want to make any, like, I'm, I don't know how it feels to be a trans person, to be a trans woman. So I don't want to put words in any community's mouth, but I feel like that this song could be so empowering to the trans community personally. And it doesn't even mention, I'm looking at the lyrics right now, it doesn't even mention a man. All it says is, you make me feel like a natural woman. So, I don't understand where the issue is really coming from, and just so you guys know it's the words the lyrics are written by Jerry goffin. It's who is a man Carol yeah. King only wrote the wrote the music for it, so i I really don't understand where all of the hubbub is coming from. I feel like. This could be so empowering to so many people in our community and to let another group weaponize it against us, I think, is a real failing. And I think that we probably shouldn't allow that type of thing to happen.
0: I mean, it's it's interesting because I watch a lot of TCM, the classic movie channel, which a lot of the movies are in. I mean, as early as the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And oftentimes, they put a footnote at the beginning of the film, and Mm -hmm. they say, if you're going to watch some of these movies, you have to know that there might be some slurs in there, there may be some Mm -hmm. really things happening. But it was the art of the film. And they just kind of put that out there. Like, you just kind of have to know it was a different time and a place. I don't think what the Netherlands, this alliance group lincoln is saying is they're actually saying that it could lead to violence against the trans community that this is perpetuating what violence is towards that community i don't really see this when every day there is another trans person being murdered that they're listening to aretha franklin's natural woman and then wanting to commit a murder towards a trans person do you yeah that's a stretch with? beyond belief to me
2: like it's just a stre- but i i don't remember i've talked about this a few times the whole li- love and let live live and let love they like just let people be so i think it's a stretch to think that someone's gonna hear a natural woman and hurt somebody who's not or is i mean if you're gonna hurt someone you're gonna hurt someone you know what i mean like yeah. i i don't and this seems like a distraction to me more than a natural problem you
0: know what i mean that's that's a that's actually what a lot of people have been saying online it's funny because it started off with the netherlands trans alliance group but it's really picked up momentum one of the reasons why we're talking about it. But I think there's a level of wokeness sometimes that is so. Like, I still use guys, hey guys. And I know that's mm. not like totally the greatest thing to use, but <laughs> I like it. I, I think it's, you know, and I noticed on some of my programming that like I watch a lot of news shows, they say, hey guys. It's, I don't think it's coming from a place of, I really wonder if the trans community is up in arms with that. In general, maybe they are. Maybe I got to change my ways. I say with my friend all the time, he's a bartender at the Eagle. We refer to everyone as that girl, this girl. Uh We just do, but I don't, we do it within our own texting and conversation. Am I wrong for that, Cody? I don't think you're wrong. I do think that it is not as inclusive.
1: Guys is definitely limiting in how we talk to people. It's, it, it, it is the default of masculine being the predominant but i make
0: up for it in calling everyone girl girl <laughs> me too The other half of the time
1: no i but I, so i see what you're saying i have kind of taken guys out i've tried i try it's so hard because it's so ingrained in you so i see where you're coming from on with that but i do think that I see their I see the point in that because I've been called out on it several times. I have a friend of mine that is a trans person, so maybe I'll talk to them about that how they feel about natural woman. I'll get back to you guys. Uh, I see, I just did it, uh, <laughs> but I I'm
0: going. <laughs> I forgot my point now. <laughs> we got to think about no, but it's it's to your point. I mean. W- we are fumbling around a little bit with some of these words and i think you know we it is good evolution is good i don't think we should live in the past there are a group of gay men that don't like to be called queer i was always growing up with using the word gay i don't have a problem with queer but i was reading a whole story about certain gay men don't like queer they think that that's doesn't represent them at all yeah i think it's more inclusive and i can say queer i just you know, I just think when you're indoctrinated for so long, but I'm willing to change and be open. Certainly, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more aware of it when I'm in certain circles. But it does take a time to change lingo that is solidly based. Now some things I will t- tell people, there's still some people that I've been around that don't know transgender, they've used mm-hmm. other words, that I'm not Oh no, 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 that, no. Right now, that I will correct. By the way, you know people don't say that anymore. When I know, but I mean, I don't know if I'm picking and choosing my battles here, but.
2: Well, I think we live in a society that
0: all of the above,
2: everything that you've just said can be offensive to people. Now we are all in our corners with our dukes up and depending on where you are in your life and what is going on in your life, that can be very offensive. And when people come into the bakery, when I teach a fitness class, I no longer say, hey, guys, how we all doing? Nope. I now say, hello, everyone. Right. Hope everyone's having a good day. I like the word faggot. <laughs> but oh, no my. one can use oh, that I anymore. Know. Like, I think faggotry <laughs> I right. and faggot is much more fun man on man than queer. Oh, you know my. what I mean? So, but, but that's Lincoln my the history. I
0: was like, what's going on? Did you and ever – Lincoln?
2: I you're reclaiming <laughs> it in many ways. Yeah, dude. Like there you're was an it. There was an article in the Village Voice about faggotry back in the day, and there was this all this controversy about it. And I and I found that whole thing very very interesting. You know, at the time, um, I don't. I I used to call people handsome and sweetheart because I am horrible mm. remembering people's names, and now unless I really feel I know you, I will not do that. And if I if I get into the um, identity verb, pronoun, muck, I'm I'm I, I, I don't want to be disrespectful. I want to call people what they want to be, and I will always yeah. put my foot in my mouth in the middle of it. Fun fact though, if you guys do know the Lady Gaga album Chromatica, it was supposed to be called Free Woman which is the, a song on the album. And that is mm-hmm. about a transgender person going to a club like at the Roxy in the highlight of nightclubs in New York City. So the next time you listen to Free Woman on Chromatica, smile, because it's really beautiful. That. And it's, right. that song has always made me cry way before I heard that. So that's the beauty of art. That's the beauty of identity. And that's the beauty of everyone just feeling a beat or hearing lyrics because I'm sure there's been many men walking around gay men being a natural woman. <laughs> I, I <laughs> love that song. Bad, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> much like free woman on, on the Gaga album, like, come on, let's enjoy it.
0: Well, there's a brand new moving on. Thank you for that. Moving on to a, a TikTok t- video that has been going viral and it's called in case I go missing. And it's about these a girl that started this that's gotten a lot of trends and actually a lot of companies that are creating these, in case I go missing, binders. There You can buy it. You can make your own. They're essentially you, some are calling it a little bit morbid, but essentially the idea being you get a binder, you can make it yourself, you can buy one online for $46.95. I'm looking at one right now. And you put all things on there, like hair samples, like you cut a piece of hair, you put your fingerprints in there, you put your tat- your current tattoos that maybe some of your family members and friends don't know that you have, you put your oh. passwords into all of your accounts on there. It's this one book. You may think it sounds crazy. A lot of people are accusing, quote, white women for doing it because they watch too many murder mysteries or what are they called, Cody? Like true crime yeah. <laughs> podcast. And is it though? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it with a friend, a single friend of mine, because just the other day, another young gay man is missing after bar hopping in hell's kitchen. His name, uh, he's only 25 years old. He's been missing since January 6th. Jordan Taylor like I said, has been missing since January 6th. -hmm. And according to his family, he was last seen at the very popular bar, The Q, here in -hmm. New York City on 8th Avenue. Get this, his wallet and phone were found on January 7th in two separate Manhattan locations. Oh, no. We're already on January 23rd, and he hasn't been found yet. But this is another string. You know, this was started by, like, white women on TikTok to, and for other minorities. But I think our community could use this too, because Mm -hmm. back in November, John Umberger went missing and Julio Ramirez were found dead after being found out in different bars in the same neighborhood, totally different situations. I don't know. Lincoln, what do you think is of this, Do you think it's morbid to create a book like this, a binder, and have it in the event of, or is it smart?
2: Well, I am a binder person.
0: (laughs) I knew you were. (laughs) I had
2: a binder being the director of David Barton. I had a Benetton binder. I had the elements of style binder when I was the visual director at Gap that I worked on. I have a binder for my New York City home, a binder for my California home, and a binder for the bakery. Wow. I'm also, and and now they've all been, like when I, to manage them, they've all turned into one grand poobah binder and each thing is a section. Does that make super sense? super binder. A Get super it. binder. So at the <laughs> beginning,
0: can we just add a hair sample? And <laughs> well, what I was going to say was, at the beginning and the- this is...
2: This is for everyone listening and for you too. Also, I am starting the process of creating a will and a power of attorney and a health care directive. So whether you get a hair sample and a fingerprint in your binder, I suggest that everyone get your affairs in order and make sure that you have some type of health care directive or a will, because when you lose a parent, it is very apparent how important those things are. So this kind of goes along those lines to me, you know what I mean? Like if the, if there's a structure, I've never done that. I've never gone to a template binder and filled it out, which I Mm -hmm. think can be really useful because we, no one knows anything anymore because everyone's Googling the answer and then forgetting it 10 minutes later. Right. So if there's a binder with structure, (laughs) I am down to like follow the, the rules and follow the structure.
0: Yeah. I like I'm, it. I didn't realize how organized you were, Lincoln. I'm so impressed. <laughs> now than, uh, that tip of the volume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cody, what are your thoughts on this? I'm totally here for it. I think it's a smart move. What do you think of the people that are saying this is morbid and they're just responding to the true crime and the, too obsessed with that culture?
1: First, I think I should probably go to Lincoln's and and get binder uh, binder yeah, <laughs> binder no class, yeah. <laughs> because I am not a binder person. I don't. I haven't had a yeah, of teacher since I was in middle school. I am not proficient. I don't in this. know
0: where the I don't know where my clean sheets are. So much less <laughs> a binder, but yeah.
1: But I think this is a great idea, and I think that we as I think everybody should be doing it because there are a lot of insane and crazy things. Going out there, going on out there in the world, and my heart just really goes out to Jordan's family, and I I pray that everything is okay with him. But uh, it just makes me so sad because people are targeting our community, and it's it just my heart goes out to them. It's so sad.
0: Yeah, and what are your thoughts on the in case I go missing binder? Would oh you- yeah,
1: I think it's a great idea. I'm I'm going. I'm definitely going to have one made because. I don't have any hair, but I have a fingerprint. <laughs> you got have hair. Maybe oh, that'll count. Oh my gosh, does that count? Oh,
0: <laughs> I, would, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> um, you know where it would be where you could take the morbidity out of it is to get together with your friends and just have a fun night together, have some cocktails, and just create this together like you do a vision board. It's to save you, and everyone knows hey guys, you guys are all on the top of my list, so... I'm putting the binder in this place in the event of you can check it's got all my passwords, you can see who I've been corresponding with in the last s- several days and hopefully because they say the first 24 hours is the most pertinent of locating somebody. Once we go beyond that and if you could just hand this off to police authorities, they're going to have a jump start on mm-hmm. helping find you. So yeah. I just think it's a tool that can help for everything. So I'm here for it. Totally agree. I will always take another binder. Bring it. (laughs) Oh, I love it. One thing I do want to say
1: before we move on is I, I definitely feel like I am much more cognizant of where I place my drink in a club because of all of these stories out there in the world. I remember I went out to watch the drag race premiere, I think two weeks ago and, I left my drink on the bar. I actually asked one of my friends to watch it for me. And when I got back, I, I said, Oh, I'm not going to drink that because I did not know if they had watched it good enough. Maybe they were <sighs> dancing. Maybe they got a little bit distracted. But that's all. Sounds always like you need better friends, maybe. Oh, oh, no, it wasn't with you. So maybe I okay. do.
0: <laughs> maybe I shouldn't go to the bathroom Let's and hook work up on with the my friends boyfriend. first and then the binder in that order. And that's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, you know, this is a topic that I was thinking about a lot recently because I think I mentioned at the top of the show that I went on a second date with this guy, and it Mm -hmm. went really well. And one of the things that I was struck of is our conversations that we were having throughout the night. One of the conversations that we had that I thought would be fun, we were in a fun Cuban restaurant in Jersey City that I loved, and I decided to talk about, because we all have, many of us have our – musical icons that we're going to see. Of course, I was talking about Janet Jackson, that I'm going to see her this year. Madonna came up, of course. And I asked because I said, let's just get this out of the way. And one of the things I said was, I want, who do you like? Who's your icon? I love a lot of music that is not icon driven. So I love jazz Mm -hmm. music. And I love electronica that they're not famous. They're just music. But Just let's stay on this category. And he's a Swifty. He's a Taylor Swift fan. Oh, no. (laughs) But one (laughs) of the things that I learned about my... I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I (laughs) noticed something in myself now about respect. And I think in the past, I was probably not ready to date for a while because I was too judgy. And, oh, everything needs to be aligned. We have to like the same things. And I was really loving... This newfound respect and love to get to know somebody and respecting the interests and differences that we both had in each other. And I think that's the way to move forward with this. Now, obviously, we're attracted to each other Uh and we have some similar interests, of course. But like he's Uh not a big drinker and that's not a problem for me. He didn't mind that I was having a few cocktails or three or four. And so I think – yeah. <laughs> I mean, L- Lincoln, how was it early on when you were going on dates with Peter and were you sizing up how similar are we are? Did that matter?
2: No. Uh, uh, <clears throat> by the time, like I'm pretty set in my ways. And if someone is set in their ways in a very negative way or something that doesn't complement that's one thing but peter has his likes and peter goes along with with whatever i have really interested whatever i'm interested in or whatever i'm obsessed with but pretty much every boyfriend i've ever had in my life has just kind of had to deal with it you know what i mean because mm. i i'm obsessive compulsive when it comes to certain things you don't see wicked 49 times 13 in london <laughs> And think that like, oh, this is just a normal person who's going to go see a show and move on. You know what I mean? Because that's the kind of person that I am. I've seen Madonna multiple times. I've seen certain things multiple times. I can watch a movie multiple times. And lately I've been getting really into like seeing a movie or listening to an album that I haven't heard since it came out. Like I never saw Avatar but in the movie theater, the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never saw, you know, I saw um uh All of Me, which is a Steve Martin Lily Tomlin movie. I saw that in the movie theater and for some reason it struck me lately. I'm like, I think I want to see that again. We watched that over the holiday. We enjoyed it so much. It was like a brand new movie. Cause his person I love Lily Tomlin and all of me is a great film so, and it really holds up. I love, up. How, you're, so I I love can, how you're going
0: through the back catalog. Right. And, like, and just exploring
2: I mean, together things that like, he'd never seen Harry Potter and I'd never seen, I've seen Harry Potter many times, but I've never watched it beginning to end consecutively. So So as long as you're open to that with someone you're newly dating or your partner, you're good to go. You know what I mean? So like
0: with you, it sounds like you have the definitely more dominating personality and Peter is, and although I can say one thing that I know he's introduced you to, Kim Petras, that you seem to be a big fan of. Yeah. And so it's not that it's not a give and take, but for you guys, it's worked out with that kind of relationship and which I think that's key to finding the right person, right? For you.
2: Yeah. But if Peter was like, well, I'm okay with everything, but I really don't like Madonna. Well, then that's (sighs) Uh obviously not really going to work out. You know what I mean? And, and I will tell you, I went to dinner on Thursday with one of my best girlfriends in the world. And she said, Steven, I know you're going to kill me, but Uh you have to listen to Taylor Swift, her work. From the pandemic forward, because she went into like this whole other tone and it's and now it's all her own music. No one else owns it, or you know, she started to pitch. So Taylor I need to your doing...
0: friend so that I can that... get on. Or the just listen to it. Maybe you'll like it if yeah, you listen right. to it, but no, not, the not the early stuff. To
2: it. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Cody. It's funny because we all come from different places. We all have our likes, and I think a lot of our community LGBTQ plus. We're very strong in our opinions on what we like and what we don't like. How has oh, it yeah. worked between you and Joe and dating and likes and dislikes?
1: Oh, there's definitely been compromises made on both parts, though. because I, So I don't think you can really judge people just solely based on their musical taste. Joe and I have very... Similar but on opposite ends of the spectrum musical taste. I think that his go lean a little bit more towards pop and mine lean a little bit more towards like R&B and soul. So I think that that just basing it solely on that is 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 not. Hmm if if he did not like certain people that I loved I could see I see where Lincoln is coming from I think that it would have to be a wrap and if I, somebody said that they like Taylor Swift I might have to not I might have to think again about going on a, cer- a second date with him well <laughs> let me tell you
0: something <laughs> on that one I already scrolled through his Instagram and already knew the answer to it oh, so I kind of oh, it so I, already, I had already padded the the my response so you're prepared right but one one of the things that was kind of funny was speaking of tastes and likes, moving away from music into food. My other favorite thing, next to sex, of course,
2: uh-huh. is
0: he said he was taking me out for my birthday, and he said I know this great Cuban restaurant here in Jersey City, but I also know this barbecue place. And then he stopped in the tracks and he says, "Oh my gosh, you don't like barbecue?" I remember that, <laughs> and I said, "No, right. it's not true. That is not true." What? He's like, he's like, "Oh, Girl. let me." He's like, "You just don't like BBQ." I said, "Exactly." "Exactly." exactly i don't love he says because you like brisket right i'm like yeah i if you're saying this is a great place i i was thinking you're hot i I feel i'm hot i could go eat brisket with you but not a bbq (laughs) but not with your friends is what i'm hearing oh my god not a bbq <laughs> a BBQ doesn't want you there either, so it's okay. Fine. Got it. Mixing I heard it, it was girl. closing. I heard it was closing, guys. I know. No. I, <laughs> I didn't get that
2: too, but I don't know. I did hear it's closing, but I don't know if it's the one on Twenty Third Street or if there's a one different could,
0: location closing. One could hope, but no, yeah, she's no. an institution. We need that. <laughs> she's an institution. I love it. Okay, um and lastly, we have to give some advice and. And someone wrote in on a recent Reddit thread, I think Cody, you like this one. My husband caught me getting ready for masturbation and I'm mortified. (laughs) You're right. my My husband said he would be out for hours after cleaning the house. I thought I could masturbate a bit to wind down. Turns out that when I have my pants down, some lubricant and my PC, he opens the door and just says, sorry, and gets a bag with swimming stop. Now I'm so ashamed. I don't know what to do. Ashamed? What? I know, Some right? background. We are married for 7 years. Oh, okay, 7 year itch. Monogamous and we have an age gap of 24 years. Oh. Last time we had sex was in November ever since he's been a bit distant physically and emotionally and not returning any attempt of intimacy. Any advice? I feel like I should have approached him about missing sex, but I didn't want to offend, and now I'm done way worse. I hope he doesn't feel disrespected in any way. My goodness, Lincoln, do you think that how Catholic he's... are you? I know. I thought I, thought I was Catholic. The and...
1: shame of it
2: all. I mean, I get it, because if you know, you don't necessarily want someone walking in. On you when you want a private moment, right, Correct. So like so I'll go yeah, down no, and okay, it, and it would be really nice to flip it on its head and be like, "Oh, you know what? I could be ten minutes late. Can I join you? Yeah, you know that would have yeah. been cute for the boyfriend that walked in on him, but I wouldn't be mortified, I mean, like listen, I have had days in my life where I need to come home, jerk off just to crack my neck, and get my body back into like <laughs> Normalcy because I'm all tense and wired, you know, twisted up. And for me, that is a release that makes me like clear my head.
0: Mm -hmm. It makes me,
2: you know, it's not always about our two hearts coming together for intimacy (laughs) forever (laughs) and ever. It's like, I just want to blow a load and be done. Exactly. I did er did (laughs) it
0: earlier today prepping for the show. I was like, oh my gosh, I just need to like let one out. And it was really about release. Also, sometimes after the gym too, for some reason with me. But yeah, but
2: or to I go to sleep a- at night. That's the other thing. I've woken up with Peter snoring away to my right, and I can't <laughs> fall asleep. And he always gets irritated. He's like, "Just wake me up! I'll blow you any hour, any day." And I was like, "I get oh, that." Oh my
0: god! I, just-
1: <laughs> yeah, I need him to talk to Joe. Okay, please. Why is have this is so Peter- shocking.
2: This is all.
0: <laughs> i believe it too <laughs> i don't
2: lie so you should believe it he's also always porn star ready on the other end so we're, we're, yeah. we're lucky so uh, which is great but i dream over there i'm also a weirdo well you guys everyone who listens will now know well of course <laughs> i don't like lubricant is there a binder for this no, okay there, i don't like lubricant <laughs> <laughs> Lubricant bothers me because then it's in my nails, it's in my hair, it's in my eyes. So I'm like a dry jerk off person. What are you doing with the lubricant, babe? If he blows me, then there's (laughs) saliva. So it's like the game of like a dry blowjob. Like you don't want water over here because I can't fall asleep if my if my crotch is wet. It's like crotch sweat when you're trying to sleep. Not hot to me. And yes, so just yes, there is a summary of that in a binder somewhere. So be, be ready.
0: <laughs> so just to clarify, no to lubricant, yes to spit. Yep. Okay, hundred percent. and we'll find it in the one of the binders. Right. Okay. Because then if you
2: if you spit, it dehi- it uh, evaporates and it's gone.
0: Very true. The lube exactly. gets everywhere,
2: and then it gets on the floor, and then pretzel slips, and I slip when we're walking, and like when we have a night. It Afterwards, is, it's, it's there, a movie is, and, there is yeah. a wall to wall windexing of the floor, so no one's. I was interested. gonna say, you need a power washer in that moment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm good for that so though. Cody, You've seen I, my store, I'm good for that. Don't worry.
0: So, Cody, I'm assuming that Joe is saying the same thing as Pizza and saying. Honey, wake me up the next time you want to blow a load at 4 a.m. Oh my God. Joe sleeps like a like the dead. He sleeps <laughs> so he sleeps like a rock. I don't know why. What I'm, do
2: I, you want?
0: Why are you I waking me to, up? <laughs> I'm loving was, the images of Peter snoring and and Joe sleeping like in a coma. I'm yes. like, loving these oh my God. You know, <laughs> images. He sleeps like a rock. It's so horrible, and he, I could
1: jack off next to him. He would never even know, and he falls asleep. <laughs> that's in, the best in five <laughs> minutes. Uh, it's the worst. It's so horrible. I like. Sometimes I am a nighttime sex person, and he is a daytime sex person, and. Sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to get in the bed and then I go to the bed and he's already asleep after five minutes of being in the bed and it just makes me so enraged but I do jack off sometimes especially if I know that we're not going to have sex for a couple days either our schedules are not aligning for us to have sex so I I, I have to get my release as well so I'll jack off and if he walked in and didn't join in with me then
0: there would definitely be a problem. Right. Yeah, I feel like get to work. (laughs) How are they married seven years? Back to the original Reddit thread, and it sounds like they're they need to come together, come to Jesus moment. Maybe not come to Jesus moment. That's the problem. (laughs) Too much Catholicism (laughs) here, and they need to really talk this out because seven years and it shouldn't be mortification. That your partner, it's not like a brother, a mom walked yeah. in on you, or even a friend. It's, it's your husband. It's like they they must know that you jerk off or I mean it's not it shouldn't be mortifying, is my point. And I think that potentially they had need their to start on from you. scratch. Yeah, they sort of, they need to start from a level playing playing field and start from scratch on where are we going with this? Let's start from a new place on this.
2: The only thing I'm going to say is they've been together seven years. So things are working. And this was just a situation I think that happened. But what I do find funny is if Peter is asleep and I need to jerk off to fall asleep, that Roman Catholic thing kind of comes in of what if I wake him up? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like what if I get caught? Which to me makes it hotter. Meet so maybe that's the only <laughs> real shift that happens is that try not to my our, our listener our friend try not to be mortified but try and get a giggle out of how that makes you feel because of your past and the way you were raised and you know what I mean like maybe there's a there's humor in it if you look yeah, at it that way
0: ab- absolutely and I have been shared a room with a friend before you know travel. And been so horny after a night out and my friend's snoring away and I've eked one out, no problem. But I was mortified like, oh Lord. And and then, you know, they move a little bit and you're like, oh shoot, let me just stop for a second. Okay, I can start up again. They're snoring again. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, so I've been there too with a friend. I don't know if I'd be mortified. I would just be like, oops.
2: I will tell you a funny
0: story. I went to uh, New Orleans with my best friend
2: at the time and I've slept walked a few times in my life. And Ooh. this was one of them. And uh-huh. he found me in the hallway of the hotel with a total boner walking through the halls of the hotel in New Orleans. Naked? No, I had my shorts on, but like my dick was shooting out the slip. And, oh, and he right. literally turned me around and walked me back to bed. And the next morning he's like, what happened last night? And I said, what are you talking about?
0: Oh my God. Like you got up, you
2: left the room. And when I heard you, I followed you. And then I put my, I I was like, come on, come back. And when you turned around, your dick was out of your shorts, like (laughs) out of the slip. And you went back to bed. I was like, oh God, sorry. How do you control stuff like that? It was out of my control
0: you don't but you have a friend a good friend that got you back in line yeah that's like, scary
2: i don't know if you guys have ever slept i've had a few instances in my life where i was like what because i didn't even I, know
0: harmless fun it never you, happens you were again. with a friend thank goodness yeah I'm thank right. goodness i thought you were gonna say you were like in fetal position in the lobby no. or something like that. <laughs> no. that would have been really scary but i was still, offending people in the, the elevator <laughs> <laughs> Going up, out. out. Nice. Uh, You gave us a nice show. I'm sure of it. Yeah. (laughs) Just like you could with George Michael. All right, guys. Thank you so much. As always, so much fun. You can always follow my co-host. You can follow Lincoln on Instagram with his Protein Bakery. It's on 19th Street in Chelsea here in New York City when you come visit. But go to his Instagram page at Protein Bakery, at Protein Bakery, or his personal account at Mad Lincoln. Follow Cody, he's a life coach, at KMD Coaching. KMD Coaching, or on his personal account, Mr. Maurice. And you can follow me at I am underscore Steve V. Or, of course, at Tags Podcasts across the board on all social media platforms. Guys, thank you so much. So much fun, thank as you, always. Thank so much you. fun. Yeah. And in the meantime, continue having hot... hot. Gay, that's sad. We all
2: lean sex. into the microphone when we do we that. We do, I, do. I, I, know. <laughs>
1: I make the sex face too. Oh, thank <laughs> <laughs> you